On today's show, we're going to continue our conversation on building a company culture around training. Now, before we roll in today's show, if you're not signed up for any events, whether that's in person or a virtual event, take a look at the event calendar at events.mycontractuniversity and get signed up. They're all absolutely free for all members, so take advantage of it and sign up for classes today. All right, now let's get going with today's show starring Mr. Dan Clapper from Interplay Learning. He's going to continue our conversation about building a company culture around training. Take it away, Dan. Mistake number five. Five, not understanding each technician's career goals. So I, I was speaking with a contractor out of Virginia and he had such a great story. You know, you, you, you have all these people on your team. You, you might think that you know what they want to do or where they want to go in their career, or maybe they, you, they, you've never even had the conversation with them. Uh, th this service manager took the time, it took him a whole year, but he rode around with every one of his technicians and he asked the questions like, where, where do you want to go with your career? Is there a different type of equipment do you want to work on? Do you want to start getting into some light commercial, work on some chillers or refrigeration units? Like, it, it, Once you start opening up that conversation individually with each technician, they're going to want to train. Maybe they didn't even know that that was available to them, right? Um, what else I've heard is cross-train against, cross against other trades. Maybe, maybe maybe they want to get into electrical or plumbing or some of these other categories and and they just didn't even know they had an avenue to learn and grow there. Cool. Uh, I guess one more point here is to add learning goals and training outcomes into their quarterly or an annual employee reviews. So as you discuss this with your career with your technician, now you can create a plan and put it into their their growth, right? That you review with them every year. All right. I have one more point on this slide, and this kind of goes back to my, my uh, work experience. So I think another thing that's kind of tied to this is most people have, most contractors, how they're doing training now is they're having a weekly training where they're training everyone on their team on the same topic. How do I know? I, I worked for you know some of the major manufacturers and regional and national roles, and I was the one going in and doing that training, right? So in a classroom of 30 techs, I, there was some green techs and there's some senior techs, and the senior techs were always in the back of the room with their arms crossed. You know, we were giving them training that they didn't need. It's stuff that they already knew. So I'm much more on. Um, training on individual needs instead of just blanketing blanketing content. Now, of course, there's some, some courses that everyone on your, your team will need, like the new refrigerants coming out. But if you really start to customize and individualize training specific to their needs, they're going to be so much more uh, receptive to take the training and, and progress their career. Cool? All right. All right, this is one of my favorite slides, right? So most training is currently done on the job. I don't know, out of every uh, every 10 contractors I talk to, at least six to seven of them tell me, you know, I rely on my senior techs to train my new technicians. Well, how did your senior techs learn? They learned from on-the-job training 20 years ago when they were taught. 
And you know, there's there's a lot of challenges that come along with relying on senior techs to do most of the training. Um, a lot of times, the senior techs don't even want you know want the apprentice in the truck with them. They just want to go and do the work they want to do. Maybe they were taught bad habits, things like that, or or it just takes the time away. If this is your pro and he's out there making you a ton of money, why like don't don't add this extra layer of training onto him. And I'll, I'll talk about some really good strategies around that. I think when we talk about on-the-job training, it should really be a verification of skills that they've learned prior to showing up to the job site. So what I the action step here is put a plan to get most of the training before the job. I made that term up for this presentation, by the way, instead of on the job, BTJ versus OTJ. So what, what type of training is there BTJ, right, before the job? The first is video-based training. I, this is a really important thing. There's a ton of it within Contractor University. I think David will give a quick glimpse of that later. Video-based training is where you learn the concepts, you learn the knowledge, you learn the skills. It, whether it's customer service or, or sales skills or you know what the how the refrigeration cycle works, what are all these components called? Like that's all really good knowledge that's great for video-based. Um, then I get I get really excited talking about simulation-based training because that's what Interplay is all about, right? So simulation-based training is once I have that core knowledge, how do I, as you can see in the picture here, I need to learn where to put the gauges on, on the unit. I can't just click through the video and answer the questions. Like I actually have to know the next step within, within the process and follow the process is it's as close to on-the-job training as possible before you get there. And what's really awesome with simulation-based training is I can do 10, 15, 20 service calls really quick and just get in those repetitions, get in those repetitions. So I'm not practicing on, on Susie homeowner's uh, condenser when I get to the job. Like I've gotten in that practice beforehand, right? Some of the st st statistics we're seeing on simulation-based training, six times fewer errors for people that have done simulation-based training versus just going out to the field. Um, time to truck is reduced 60 to 70%. What we mean by time to truck is how long before a new tech is able to go out on his own truck and be, be productive and be profitable, right? So we're, see, we're seeing with simulation-based training, they can condense that time to where that person's in their own truck because they're getting in all of those reps just like they would if they were doing ride-alongs for a year. Now they can, you know, they can condense that time. And the, the last thing with simulation-based training, because it's visual and you're 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 using your mouse or you're using your, your VR goggles, 90% um, recall of the training that they've learned in simulation training. So it's so effective. Um, now, lab training, I think this is also very important as well. Um, in simulation-based training, you can get a lot of things done, but uh, if you have the ability within your, your building to have at least some live wire, live equipment, so you're actually working with live, um, you know, live power, that, that's, that's something that's great to practice before you get onto the real, real site, right? Role-playing, I hear people talk about it, there's just not enough of it out there, right? How do you 
How do you role play the conversation with the customer? How do you role play, okay, I found that this contact contactor is bad, right? If if you're doing that training on the job, you're that that's that's like not the best practice at all, right? How can we get more role playing in here? Manufacturer distributor training, like I talked about. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is very specific to the controls and, and the manufacturers. Sales coaching, I think, is a great way before the job training. You know, there it's great for technicians to see other people's perspective. So to bring in an outside sales coach once in a while for your team is really great. And of course, webinars. I mean, of all the groups out there that are put on webinars, contract, you know, EGIA and Contractor University are doing an incredible job in this, this space, right? All right. Take a quick drink here. Another mistake, and this, this, I, I can't stress this one enough, right? Is we we work with contractors. They they say, okay, I get it. I need to train my contract. I need to train my people better, and and they'll buy access to a platform, you know, like Contractor University, but they'll expect their employees to just do it all on their own time. So um, the the trend that we're seeing, you know. Here's here's a story. This is a verbatim quote that um, we we get from a contractor just a couple of weeks ago. It's been a hard pill to swallow, but we realize that if we at least pay our techs an hour a week for training, they will actually go home and continue the training on their own time. When you talk about building a training culture, like there has to be an investment to to pay that pay that time. Now, of course. Um, there's seasonality you have to think about downtime, like what's the best time to train? It's typically before they go out to the job site, um, but set a specific number of paid training hours per week. This, this is for existing techs, right? When it comes to green technicians, we've definitely seen the boot camp style work best. You know, how, how can I cram a good chunk of training right in the beginning? And then back that up with lab time and role playing and simulation time, um, and then get that get that ramp time condensed, and then get them out to their own truck as as quick as possible, right? So the investment of paying paying employees for training, it's yeah, I hear it ahead again and again. It's such a hard pill to swallow, but once you start doing it, that that consistency. You know, every week I know that, okay, I'm going to train on something, going to train on something. Now you're building that culture of they realize I'm learning, I'm learning, and, and it just helps get them along the path to better their career and to get better five-star reviews and be more confident in the, in, the, in the home, right, or building. All right, how am I doing on time? Pretty good. Oops. Mistake number eight, um, no spiffs, promos, or incentives for training. Really, the biggest uh, spiff or promo or incentive we see if that's working well is, is tool credits, right? So it, if, they, if they complete their training on time, uh, we have contractors that are offering $100, $100 tool credits, $50 tool credits. Just figure out the math that works based on what, what type of training they're doing. This, this I, 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 I like it, but I, I want this just to be in addition to all of the other things. 
Like we don't, we don't want people training just for the spiffs or promos. It's just that extra little bump that gets them excited to, to get their, get their training done. Right. Um, other thing I've seen, it's super important for people is recognition, you know, shout outs in front of the whole group, awards, trophies. We've also seen people give out uh, VR headsets, you know, the training within contractor university, our simulations, you can use it on a, a iPad or a computer, but you also can do it virtually. Yeah, I got one right here. So um, this is about 400 bucks on Amazon. That's where I bought mine. So, you know, if you put a pretty good learning path of, of 20, 30, 40 courses and they go through it and they do well, it's worth getting them a nice headset, right? Mistake number nine, no way to track a technician's training progress. I, I'm sure as you start listening to all this, you, you, I, the contractors I've talked to, they're like, man, man this is actually kind of a little bit overwhelming, right? I, I have a lot of techs, you know, it's gonna take me a while to understand what their needs are and build all of this out. Like that's, that's why a learning platform is so important. Um, the, this, this, this story here was with a contra contractor down in Arizona. Um, he says that he has 20 techs and he doesn't even know like what training they've completed since they started working here. They don't even like you have a full-time job yourself. How, how do you coordinate all this? That's the importance of these online learning platforms, right? Like con contractor university. You can get a lot of the a lot of this stuff automated. Technician online technical assessments. You can see learner progress. You know, twenty percent, fifty percent, hundred percent as they complete through their courses. Um, this is a big one too. Courses can be taken anywhere, anytime, on most devices, right? You know, maybe maybe a technician finishes a job early on a Thursday, right? And you can say, hey. I'll, I'll pay you a couple extra hours, go hop on and do take a couple courses on, I don't know, the new inverter that came out, right? Uh, and, and another great part about this too, is it, it creates this external accountability system where you're not just relying, relying on your service manager to, to make sure they're doing the work. Like it's, it's, it's transparent of, of, of how they're progressing through, right? And the, the best part about learning platforms is it's scalable as your company grows. As you kind of figure it out, as you add new people, you just keep plugging them in, okay? I'm pretty good on time. All right, this is the last mistake. And then uh, David's gonna have a little, um, a little overview of uh, Contractor University next. So mistake number 10 is training is viewed as an expense, not an investment. Um, I hear again and again, well, we don't have budget for training. We don't have budget for training. So I, I start asking them questions around this, like what, what if we can decrease the work order time because they're really actually understand the right steps to go through a service call. Um, with training, we can do higher ticket projects, increased upsell accessories. You know, I know all, all the contractors talk about trying to sell accessories, but if the technician isn't comfortable or knowledgeable enough, that's why they're not. They're, that's why they're not doing the upsells. That's why they're not talking to the homeowners because they really don't know. That, that's a function of training to me, right? Uh, some other important KPIs here: decreased callbacks. Again, maybe you've, maybe you're sending people to the a job that they are really not prepared to do yet. 
So if you can make sure they're trained up to speed or, or else what else we call is remediation training. If they've made a mistake, you can go say, hey, I, I see you really um, didn't, didn't do that duck, ductless install well enough. Go online, here's two or three courses, just brush up your skills so next time you'll be prepared. Um, decrease support time. I bet you this is, uh, this is probably top three reasons why people implement a, a something like Contractor University. I hear again and again, like the technicians are calling me from the field and I'm spending half my time on the phone, getting them, getting them through these service calls, getting them through these, these installations, getting them through these things. So if you have a backup support system that you can point them to, that frees up a lot of your leader's time. And, and that is incredibly valuable, right? Um, I talked about I talked about this before, decrease on the job training time. Like you want your senior techs doing what they do best, being being a senior tech and and, and uh, creating the revenue stream there, right? So if you can get more training done before the job instead of on the job, that that is going to be a very very important KPI. I talked about this a little bit before, less safety accidents. I mean. It's safety is one of those things that we all know we need to do, but we don't really do. So it's, it's important to, to make sure you start tracking that better if you can train on safety. Uh, a lot of our interplays, 3D simulations, we have safety built in, you know, lockout, tag out, so, you know, some of the electrical safety, ladder safety, you know, fall safety, things like that. These are, these are courses that, Green all the way up to your senior techs that have been doing it 20, 30 years can get a lot of value out of, right? Um, and increased employee retention. We talk about this. Uh, we I talked about this on that first slide too. Like employees want to feel feel valued and feel feel like the company cares about them. As you as you um, implement this training program and give them these tools. They're going to stay longer because they 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 feel like they're that they're valued that you, you as a company are are really uh, helping them grow in their career right uh, I think I talked about five star reviews I think it, it as you implement more training culture this is a really great statistic to track and and of course um, especially when it comes to technician training. Uh, you can definitely increase the profitability of your service division if, if you have this, this uh, culture around training. Okay. With that being said, uh, I have one little, one last thing to kind of wrap it up here. What really brings the fire for me around the topic of training culture is the real life success stories that, it, that this will inevitably create, right? There's millions of people out there that don't even know they have a career path available. They're working dead-end jobs. Maybe college wasn't for them. College wasn't for me. I dropped out, to be honest. Um, that maybe they couldn't afford it. So imagine helping one person with a good attitude just um, through a great training culture, helping that person double, triple their income. You know, what does that do? They're gonna have a better confidence because they're helping out customers. They're gonna, they're gonna be able to provide better for their family. To me, when we talk about training ROI, that is like, that's the, 
that's the real ROI to me. That's the real training ROI of how can we help people better their lives through training. Well, that's some serious, awesome content right there from Dan. Thank you very much. Now, be sure to share this program on Facebook. And if you're not a member, click the button below to get a 30-day free trial, which will give you access to all of our amazing content. Well, that's it for today, folks. We'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye for now.